this is the darkest timeline. It really is from a Chelsea point of view. It gets even worse. This is my rational perspective, or I'm trying to be rational tonight. On Fulham 2, Chelsea 1. Another defeat for Graham Potter. Chelsea slump further in the league. That Champions League dream gets further and further away. Looks more ludicrous by the day. And it continues. that The pain of this season, the absurdity of this season, continues with Joao Felix on his Chelsea debut. A massive, expensive loan for Chelsea. Starts really well, showing inspiration. But as many times, we, we should know this as Chelsea fans by now this season. When we have something nice, it has to be taken away. And this time, it wasn't an injury. It was a red card, a straight red card for Joao Felix for a reckless challenge that will mean he will miss the next three games. So basically a month out of action for Joao Felix already. It's hard for me to know what to say. I mean, I, I think I'm going to be repeating what I've said on 90 Min, what I've said on this podcast, what I've been saying in, in recent videos and, and discussions I've been having with fellow Chelsea fans. There's just such a lack of reaction from this team. A gust of wind would take these players out. And and it looked like that to me. You know, I think that Drow Felix offered some inspiration. He offered some energy and, and most importantly, quality incisiveness. He was winning fouls. He was getting the ball forward. He was nutmegging people. He was trying to create things. He was taking shots early. But my fear was, even before the red card, I thought if he doesn't last the whole game and you take him off, who else is stepping up in this team? He was improving players around him. It felt like any time he was involving other people, the rhythm of Chelsea's game was improving. And that in itself was encouraging. But after that early spell where Chelsea looked good, once Fulham gained some confidence, got on the ball, started to test Chelsea's defence, and there was a little bit of adversity, as it has been the case all season, Chelsea collapse. That's the way it is. Willian, a player who played alongside Aspilicueta for seven years. We know what Willian's trademark move is as a player. It always has been at that position of the box, cutting onto his right foot and trying to bend it towards the post. And that's exactly what he did. Yeah, sure, it was a scrappy finished deflections, all of that stuff. But um, that defence was horrific tonight. The midfield wasn't much better. Without Joao Felix, I don't think the attack was much better either. And I just don't see a response from the players. You know, even if Graham Potter is is saying nice things and we're hearing things about how he's having these meetings with players, some of whom, like older players in the squad, some of whom I don't think should be anywhere near the starting eleven, but maybe are at the moment because of the number of injuries. Added to tonight by Dennis Zakaria, one of the few bright lights about Chelsea in recent weeks. You know, all these negatives keep on stacking up and all these kind of lifeless performances continue. Yes, the XG kind of completely undermines my point there because it was apparently over two tonight for Chelsea which is amazingly high and when you actually look at the goals that Fulham scored they came from two defensive mistakes um you know one of them was was just not clearing our lines and as I say Willian being able to do the thing he's done all of his career too easily and then the second one was Kepa Ariza Balaga misjudging a ball Mitrovic wasn't even playing tonight and we still got beat by a Mitrovic goal at the back post. Um, really horrendous for Kepa, whose remontada lasted as long as uh, Henry Cavill's return to Superman. So it, it just gets worse and worse and worse. And it's hard for me to to be honest with you guys. Like I'm not enjoying watching these games. I'm sure you're not as well. And it's um, 
the concern for me for Graham Potter as a coach who's never been under this form of scrutiny in his coaching career before has never had this pressure and expectation compared to you know when you speak to Brighton fans when you speak to Swansea fans Osterson's all the way back as much as I admire what he did at those clubs and I think it, it's been bad to see how people have written off what was what he done at some of those clubs that has been really impressive the spotlight and the media scrutiny and the expectation level of those clubs just isn't the same and it's also the case of of taking a club with all the problems that Chelsea already have with all the madness of the last year and whilst all trying to do that building a team without your key players because of injury it's just a mess it really is and I think there is absolutely the more I watch Graham Potter the more a sense of a man who and a coach who maybe is a little bit out of place maybe is struggling to find the answers and more problems keep on heaping up and those sort of questions and problems have never been presented to him before as a head coach and he's having to deal with all these problems at once rather than one at a time where maybe he could deal with them a lot better not having some of your key players is absolutely massive but when I see teams again like Fulham who have less quality, supposed less quality than Chelsea, are missing players like Alexandra Mitrovic and still are able to outthink Chelsea and outfight us. And again, I know they didn't create tons of opportunities, but this is Fulham versus Chelsea. You know, this is still a game I expect Chelsea to be turning up for, even with the bad confidence, the injuries, the lack of form. It It's just concerning how little reaction there is you would expect some reaction now if you're being completely objective and and reasoned maybe we look at those stats and we look at those chances that Chelsea created and you can be a little bit more reasoned and say listen on another day Chelsea maybe win that game but the unfortunate thing for Graham Potter is he doesn't have a recent track record of Chelsea winning tons of games where you can kind of just write it off as one of those nights. Chelsea have had so many, Chelsea fans have experienced so many of of these disappointing, dreadful performances and results, particularly this season. So it, it's not like, you know, fans have a, have a limit. And I think some fans have, have reached that limit and, and you just look at the absurdity of the Drow Felix red card it's it's mental it really is you know having that taken away after a player looked so encouraging in the first 50 to 60 minutes you know it reminds me of Reese James coming back from injury and then getting re-injured you know anytime we've had something nice this season it has to be taken away from us and it's you know when you don't have that player and it's costing Chelsea a lot already with a loan and that's going to knock his confidence I'm sure and he's going to really halt his sort of momentum that could have been built you know, if he would have stayed on, maybe he could have scored a goal tonight. Maybe he could have contributed more for a positive Chelsea result, which would have changed the mood a little bit. Even if it wasn't a win, maybe it would have just ended in a draw. Sure, I can give credit to the little bit of response after half time. We go one nil down. We're in half time. We come out. We get the free kick. Mason Mount swings it in. Really good free kick. Koulibaly's there, but you know, and of course the red card then changes the game again. But it's the lack of concentration when you're conceding that goal. It's the lack of a response. It's just, it's all, again, maybe in my head, I'm kind of over-dramatizing this performance. It wasn't as bad as, as recent ones. But I think the, the the I know the patience level is at such a, it's non-existent at the moment watching Chelsea. So to, to have one of these performances is just still not acceptable. And it kind of just adds to the lack of joy watching Chelsea this season. And I've said that, 
as well a number of times i feel like i'm repeating myself and i, I hate repeating myself i want to be able to to speak about interesting things Chelsea are doing tactically. I want to be able to look at players and be excited about what they're doing. I want to look at the coach and feel inspired by his decision-making and feel interested by what he's trying to do at Chelsea. But I, I'd be a lunatic if I came on here and, and tried to act like this is some positive. You know, Chelsea are losing on a, on a weekly basis at the moment. And there's, other than the Man City defeat like last week, there's very little sign that the bulk of the players I want to say are getting anywhere close to a decent level of performance are unified have that resilience have that fight have that spirit all these basic words that I know are cliched but I think are so important at moments like these because that is exactly what Chelsea need at this low point and they're gonna need it because they need a response and on Sunday at Stamford Bridge Things could get even more toxic. You know, we've had a couple of away games, all um, other than the Man City League one. Things could get real toxic if we have another performance like that, or at least, you know, anywhere close to the, the bad ones recently. So I want to know your thoughts. I'm sure just you, you probably like football's over. Uh, I'll wait till Sunday to, to think about Chelsea again, and I don't blame you. Uh, thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Follow me on Twitter at Son of Chelsea. Son of Chelsea is also a part of the 90 Min podcast network and i will see you again very soon all the best